0: Hi, you're listening to Alpha Health and Wellness Radio. I'm your host, Dr. Haley Schaff, and my goal is to empower you to become the alpha of your health. Hey guys, welcome back. We are on episode number four of Alpha Health and Wellness Radio. I'm so excited. I just love planning out these episodes for you guys. Um, today is going to be a really good one today. I want to be, I'm going to be kind of diving into detoxification and the importance of that. And, you know, it's most people don't really quite understand the essentialness of it because we just think, Oh, our body's supposed to do it. But I've just learned so much on detoxification with my personal health journey with hormones and, you know, learning potential genetic snips that I might have. Um, we've learned a lot, you know, with my mom's cancer journey and really trying to help support her in any possible way. Um, I just, th- this topic is really, really important to me because again, I can't, I can't dive into hormones and I can't dive into all these other you know, more kind of specific topics without hitting on the big hitters. So two episodes ago, I did gut health. So if you haven't watched or listened to that one yet, um, go listen to that one on gut health, very basic intro in the future. I definitely will get a lot more in depth and a little bit into more of the nitty gritty. Um, and also last week I talked about, um, vegetable oils, which is, you know, decreasing our inflammation essentially in the easiest way. Um, so go check out that one if you have not listened to that one. And recently I've been talking a lot about detoxification on my Instagram. So I just figured that it was a more natural fit for me to just go into it even further on my episode here, talking about the importance of it, talking about, again, why why do we care? Like our body is supposed to be detoxing every day, right? Well, right. So our body does, our body is, my body is detoxing right now. Our bodies are your body is detoxing as we're speaking. So, as things go into our body air, fluid, food, water, personal care products like our body has to take what it needs, get rid of what it doesn't. So, you know, the but the problem is, is we unfortunately live in a more toxic world than ever uh, with everything that is out there. So, today, what I'm going to be doing is I'm going to be explaining what detox is, what organs are particularly involved with detox. Um, I'm going to be going into things that can impair detox, lifestyle, food, medication, you know, things that we should, you should be looking for to buy organic or pesticide free or things like that. Um, I can talk about some personal care products and some environmental swaps, but that will probably be its own episode because it is, there's so much that our, how our environment impacts our health. Um, and then I'm going to go into how we can support detoxification through really, really easy, tangible steps. Obviously there are more advanced than others. And some people need a little bit more support than others. I'm just going to preface this by saying this is not medical advice. I know I have the disclaimer at the end. I, and recommendations that I'm going to be sharing in this episode are things that have helped me personally on my journey are things that we're using to help, you know, my mom and just really, really basic general things. Um and if you guys hear a tool, I don't know, some one of my neighbors is doing yard work. So, if you hear like a drill, sorry. This is I just needed to get this recorded. I have been doing tons and tons of reading and all of this stuff is just fresh in my brain and this was just this was my time to record. So, I I'm sorry if you hear that background noise, but I'm just going to be so passionate it's just going to over it's just going to drown it out. So, let's kind of go into it what is detox? So, detox is your body essentially getting rid of unnecessary and unwanted things. So typical organs involved most time when you think of detox, you're going to think of the liver, which you're right. The liver is the key master detox organ. It is just the most incredible organ. You can cut half of it out and it'll just grow itself. So the liver is amazing. It is, we cannot live without our liver. It is amazing. So we need to be taking care of it. Other organs that you might not think of that deal with detoxification are the lungs. So the lungs you know, we're constantly breathing in air. And a lot of times we're not breathing in clean air, especially if you live in the city, especially, you know, if you live in a new house or, you know, with all these things, our furniture off gases, paint off gases, you know, clean air is essential. Um, so that you also might hear crickets. You probably won't hear the crickets, but my, my, I love having my sliders open and um, my, our Florida room here, because it's getting fresh air into the house. It's helping detox, helping clean air. We also have the air doctor, Um, which I can get into as well. So liver, lung, the skin, the skin is a huge way how we get rid of um, bisphenols like BPA um, and stuff like that. It's also a great way how we can get rid of certain heavy metals in our excretory organs. So kidneys and um, the stool is our huge ways that we in the colon essentially are how we get rid of a lot of unwanted toxins. So it is really, really important when we're thinking about detox to be able to go and support those. So we'll kind of go to the liver and the liver has, you have a few, you have two phases that occur through the liver, phase one and phase two. So phase one and phase two need a little bit different nutritional support and different vitamins to process. And then after that, phase three is what is going to be in the stool. You're going to get rid of it. So if you're not pooping every day. You're not properly detoxing. You should poop at least once, one to two times a day. And ideally it should be clockwork. It should be easy. It shouldn't be strenuous. And that is seriously one of the best ways you can help support your body detox. Because if not, if you're not going to the bathroom every day, those toxins just continue to recirculate in the body and that's not good. Um, so in phase one, things that are very supportive to phase one detoxification are going to be B vitamins, especially folate, um, and glutathione. So glutathione is our master antioxidant. Um, it is key for detox and there are certain things like N-acetylcysteine, um, B vitamins and stuff that help even to produce glutathione. We do produce that naturally. Um, When I run a Dutch test on people, um, that is a marker that I typically look for. Also, I measure B vitamins when I'm running a Dutch test. So it can really give us a good indication of, okay, how well is this person detoxing? Um, And then we go to phase two and things like glutamine, um, which is great for gut health as well, choline, uh, magnesium, glycine, and B12 are really key players uh, that are going to be there in phase two. Um, so then when you go into phase three, that's going to be kind of more of your microbiome health. So if you haven't listened to episode number two on gut health, go listen to that phase two, your microbiome or phase three, your microbiome is everything because your prebiotic fiber, um, and your prebiotic, you know, nutrients that are in your food are going to help feed that good bacteria in your gut to help those healthy bugs break down and get rid of unnecessary things, um, fiber is going to help form a healthy stool and then you can excrete and get rid of everything. Um, so there are certain things that can essentially impair liver detox. So th- I'm going to f- first start with kind of the genetic side of it. So before I get into genetics, I just want to preface this by saying just if you're, ha- if you're dealt kind of an, a less ideal hand for, of genetics that does not determine your de- destiny by any means epigenetics are the most beautiful thing in the world epigenetics are our own personal ability to turn on or turn off genes through our diet and lifestyle so you know if if you've gotten a genetic test done before and you have certain SNPs um and genes or certain genetic mutations that does not dictate your destiny um it is all up to you. I mean, there's so much power in your hands and yeah, you might have a little bit, you might have to support your body a little bit harder and a little bit, you know, you might have to be more diligent about things, but it, you are 100% still in control. So whenever people say, you know, I have a family history of X, Y, Z. Okay. That's great information that we know. Or if they tell me that they've have certain genetic snips, um, like I'll get into our really common ones with detox, you know, that's a great starting place, but, um, but we have so much so much power to be able to turn off those genes or turn on the better genes that we want. So certain genes that are um, responsible for a spe- detoxing are going to be GST, MTHFR and COMT or the COMP gene. So COMP gene is also really important for hormone health, estrogen metabolism, estrogen metaboliz- bleh, I cannot speak estrogen metabolism? I measure um, or I can see how active or not active, your comp is, um, on the Dutch test and we can look at methylation and all that kind of stuff. And I just, I just love that test. I'll probably talk about it because you, you will not get as much comprehensive information on any other test. Like I, people always send me their blood work for their hormones. And I was like, this doesn't even touch what we should be getting. But anyways, um, MTHFR method, um, such reductase is, um, a, gene that essentially most people, a lot of people in the population have a mutation in this gene. So this gene is, um, responsible for, you know, healthy methylation, healthy detox. Um, it's linked to a lot of things like anxiety, depression, cancer, a lot of stuff like that. Um, and the GST gene is responsible for, again detox you know especially if you're really sensitive to certain chemicals or smells like I definitely suspect that I probably have had issues with all of these genes but um if you guys want to learn more about these genes and really dive into how they are expressed how you can turn them off through diet and lifestyle I really recommend Dirty Genes by Dr. Ben Lynch it's a phenomenal read he covers a few more genes but those are the ones that I just wanted to cover that do deal with detox um Other things that can impair detox are going to be obviously medication, you know, that's pretty much a given. I never would have thought that taking birth control would impair my detox in the way that it has. Um, it impaired my detox so much that it gave me melasma, which most people don't really associate melasma to anything except for being like an annoying dark spot on their skin, but it is. Related to uh, liver issues. So, um, that is still something that I'm healing with. Uh, I never, I seriously never would have thought taking a small little pill every day would inhibit detox the way that it did. And I'm still supporting myself two years, not three years post. So, um, it, it's a process and it's a journey and it's something I'm gonna be working on all the time. And I, that's kind of what I'll talk about as we kind of continue to go in. So, other things that can impair detox, stressful lifestyles um, stress depletes B vitamins, stress depletes vitamin C. It depletes all of these nutrients that we need to run detox. So when you're stressed, your body's not giving a crap about detoxing. Um, so if you are really trying to heal, stress is everything. And, and even if you're not, this is a whole, it could be a whole nother podcast. Um, even if you're not feeling stressed, if you are including stressors in your life, like poor food, um, or you you have food sensitivities that you haven't addressed. If you haven't addressed your microbiome, if you're constantly putting chemicals on your skin that are found in your personal care products, if you're under or over exercising, those are all stressors on the body. So you might not feel stressed, but if you are introducing the, those things, those can deplete your vitamins because that is, that's an external stressor. It's a physical stressor that can be, you know, bothering, and taking away all your vitamins that your body needs for detox, which most people in some way, shape or form are experiencing stress, whether it is mental, physical, emotional, environmental, it is there. So I it, my goal here is I just want to empower you to be educated on what could be hindering your body and how you can optimize it. Um, when I go to food, food is a common way that toxins are hiding it, especially because of pesticides. So glyphosate is a, it's Roundup. Um, So if you use Roundup around your house to kill weeds, just, just probably don't. Uh, Just use your exercise and pick out the weeds yourself. Um, Roundup is known to cause cancer. It is a known carcinogen. It causes hormone damage. It's, it's horrible. And unfortunately it's sprayed on a lot of our crops. It's sprayed on all grains. Um, It's sprayed on things like oats and That's why if you are going to eat things like grains or oats, it's really, really important to make sure that you're getting organic because glyphosate is just, it's horrible. I mean, there's, there's tons of lawsuits on Monsanto, who's the producer of glyphosate who, and because, because of all the illnesses that Roundup has been known to cause, yet you can still go to Walmart and get Roundup and people can spray it on their yards. And that just is beyond me. Um, So kind of going backtracking to food, so, or kind of not really backtracking, but pesticides and herbicides really can damper your immune system and damper your detoxification system. So you have to buy organic everything. No, I'm never going to tell people you have to do whatever, but, um, the EWG, ewg EWG.org, it puts out a dirty dozen and a clean 15 every year. So the dirty dozen, it kind of selects all of these fruits and vegetables and it, tells you which are the cleanest and which are most heavily sprayed with pesticides and herbicides. So I'm going to go through the Dirty Dozen. If you guys, I would go and I would like take a screenshot of it so you have it for reference when you're shopping. Um, And then you can know the Clean 15 as well. Um, I don't have all the Clean 15 memorized, but I do have the Dirty Dozen here. So I'm going to go through that. So the Dirty Dozen includes strawberries, spinach, kale, nectarines, apples, grapes, peaches, cherries, Pears, tomatoes, celery, and potatoes. Those are the dirty dozen. So, if you are going, if you eat a lot of those, it is in your best interest if you can possibly find them organic or grow them yourself because of the fact of how heavily they are sprayed. So, definitely good to know, especially with apple season coming along. I mean, we love to pick apples and stuff, but unfortunately, they're just are so heavily sprayed and, and washing things off with water does not get the pesticides out. Um, like especially in rooted vegetables, it is, it is in that it is in there. So, um, those are things that I always make sure that I buy organic. So things that you don't necessarily need to buy organic are things like avocados, broccoli, cauliflower, um, I'm trying to think of some other ones. Those are the ones that I just think, oh, pineapple. Those are the things that I think of off the top of my head. Cause if I'm going to buy them, I know that I'm not buying those organically. So, um, you can cut, you can cut kind of a little corner and not buy organic with those. But if you are really adamant about promoting and helping your body detox, um, making sure that you're limiting those also, obviously, you know, organic and pasture raised, Meat products, uh, you know, grass fed organic beef, pasture raised eggs and chicken are really important. Um, wild caught fish is really important, although you do have to be careful of, you know, mercury and whatnot, you know, so bigger fish are going to store more mercury than smaller fish. Um, You know, these are all things that I know it's probably, again, I feel like every episode I'm throwing just tons and tons of information at you, but it's just really important to kind of make swaps over time. So other things that can impair detox um, are going to be things like personal care products. So I will do a episode all on personal care products, what ingredients you should look for, which ones you should look out for, but Just in general, things you want to look out for are going to be fragrance. So that is a trademark term, and that can mean the term fragrance on anything can mean up to 1,800 different chemicals. Um, That's a lot. And fragrance is a known endocrine disruptor. So kind of piggybacking off of that, there are two really even worse aspects of fragrance, which are phthalates, uh, pH phthalates, and um, parabens they're just as bad. They're horrible. Um, and they, a lot of companies are realizing that people don't want those in their products. So they will say paraben free, phthalate free, which is great, but still turn it over because they can still put fragrance in there. Um, so if you can get one thing out, I would recommend it to be fragrance because of how many chemicals it can be. Um, other things like pegs uh, or pegs it's a nanoparticle and you know they're they're studying a lot of it on reproductive health and endocrine disrupting and things like that and because so many hormones have to be detoxed through your liver it is just a really smart idea to try to get these these chemicals out because a lot of these chemicals that I'm talking about act as estrogen in the body so you're, you're just continuing to place a burden on your liver because it's getting all of these external sources that it thinks are estrogen that the liver then has to metabolize. So if you want to love your liver, just kind of get these out of your life, um, or slowly make them swap. So, you know, when I go over, when I i am going over these, if you're, you know, looking at your personal care products, don't stress out when it's, a, when you finish it, just, get a, get a safer alternative. And if you need help with that, just reach out to me, reach out to me via DM or email. I'm always helping people make safer swaps because it is something that I know that you can notice a difference in, um, other things that you want to be careful of. Um, I guess those are kind of the big ones. I'll dive more into specific ingredients and specific products. Um, but, Oh, well, I guess we can go through heavy metals like aluminum. Aluminum is found in deodorants. It's found in vaccines. Um, it's found in some type of, you know, some other types of personal care products as well. But you know, finding clean deodorants, I can link the deodorant that I really like in the show notes. Um, I think they're having a promo where it's half off right now. I really like the Primoli Pure deodorant. I use the charcoal, which charcoal is phenomenal for detox because it just pulls, it just pulls things out. And you know, when you're thinking of, you know, deodorants, a lot of antiperspirants are impairing your detox system because you're impairing sweating. And, but in reality, like we are supposed to sweat. We just, you just don't want your armpits to stink. Totally understandable, but you don't want to impair sweating in that area because that's impairing your detox. Um, ad- additional things, you know, can be things like cookware. If you're cooking, um, and you know, nonstick cookware or, um, you know, you're using a lot of plastics, if you can swap those out to glass, that would be huge because BPA is a huge chemical that's found in plastic. It's found in even you, you really want to even be careful about BPA free plastic. So like we actually just threw out all of our blender bottles and the only blender bottles we have are stainless steel and I'll just use glass mason jars and stainless steel water bottles because even BPA free is dangerous because there are still, um, there are still the bisphenols in there. Um, So If you can swap those out to glass, that's excellent. Like we don't have any plastic meal prep containers. All of our meal prep or containers that we use for food and whatnot are all glass. I really like Pyrex. They are amazing. They're, they last a lot longer. And I know that we're not getting any exposure to any additional chemicals or, um, products that we just don't want in our food. Um, so that's important. So let me kind of now go into how we can support our detox. So there are a few different ways. Um, one way that we can support detox is through movement. Movement is one of the best ways that we can detox, um, especially because your lymphatic system is really driven based on movement. So unlike your circulatory system, which you know has valves and you know, it can just like your blood is circulating on its own as you're sitting here listening to this. Um, your lymphatic system is really, really determined based on movement. So you have to move in order to get that lymphatic system to move. Um, so whether that's walking, running, working out, um, there's a, a, a lymphatic massage that I really like that I just started doing, you know, that just kind of helps support kind of like it drains your head and neck. It'll drain from your thorax. It'll drain from your armpit. It'll drain from your inguinal. Um, really simple. So I'm actually going to start to do that in the morning as my coffee is brewing to kind of just get things flowing right in the morning. Um, you know, standing more, the more sedentary you are, the less your lymphatic system is being supported. I, um, Through your face too is really good. I like using guasha or jade rolling to help kind of move lymph in my face. And, um, you can also support your lymphatic system, um, through herbs. So, um, calendula is a really good herb flower that I like to use for lymphatic, um, kind of piggybacking off of movement. Sweating is phenomenal. Sweating is essential. If you have a hard time sweating, your body has a hard time detoxing. If you are an over sweater or an under sweater, your body has some it, your body is struggling with detox in some capacity. Um, so I definitely used to have a hard time sweating, but now that I've really worked on opening up my detox pathways, it's I sweat so much. I sweat a lot easier, which is good. Um, but it, not in an excessive form, just in a healthy, natural form, and it's that's really important. So because through sweat, you're gonna sweat a lot of the B, the bisphenols, like the BPA um, and stuff like that, BPH. You're also gonna sweat out things like heavy metals. Um, One crazy thing is my mom was telling me that, so they got an infrared sauna and she was going in the sauna one day and there was black stuff coming out of her arm. Um, probably from chemotherapy if I were to guess, but I mean, you can sweat out some pretty amazing things and the body will store these things. So one of the best ways to get them out is through sweat, through movement. Um, Hydration is the second one or the third one. So being properly hydrated is essential. You should be going to the bathroom like six to eight times a day. You should be drinking first thing in the morning. That is how you want to kickstart. If you want to kickstart your day, you can get a full mason glass or full glass jar of filtered water, fresh squeezed lemon juice. You can add in some, you know, apple cider vinegar, anything like that. But, uh, lemon is really good for stimulating digestion, helping the liver, and you want to be hydrated before you go to your coffee or whatever caffeinated drink you may or may not drink. Um, that's a great way to get things moving. Hydration is essential. Most people are under hydrated. Also, the problem, they're either under or over. Like in the bodybuilding community, those people are definitely overhydrated and they're now depleting themselves of essential minerals. But then there's also a spectrum where people just don't drink water because they don't like it at all. So you got to be somewhere in the middle. Um, and I also recommend that if you are sweating every day, which you should be, um, to replenish your mineral storage with either you know a crackle of Himalayan pink salt or sea salt just a little bit in your water or you can use trace minerals that's fine too because when you're overhydrated, you're flushing out all of these trace minerals that you need um so whenever like I'll typically do you know like a CrossFit style workout I'll sweat a lot I'll go in the sauna I like going in the sauna right after a workout so I'm sweating a ton and then I drink a huge hydro flask full of lemon juice, fresh squeezed lemon juice, um, trace minerals or pink salt, and then water, um, filtered water for my Berkey. Um, Oh, that's, I totally forgot to mention that and how you can impair detox drinking water, but we'll get there. That's a whole separate episode. Um, sleep is the other way on you, how you can support your body's detox system, which most people probably would not think of sleep, but it's very important. So during sleep is How well your body's in that parasympathetic mode, and when, like I said, when your body's stressed, your body's not focused on detoxing. And when you're in parasympathetic mode, your body is focused on detoxing because it—that's what it can focus on because you're not stressed. That's also a huge way your brain will detoxify through your glymphatic system, so your glial cells in your brain um, and draining of that cerebral spinal fluid. Is what happens at night so you know for dementia Alzheimer's prevention and just optimal brain health in general sleep health is essential for recovery sleep is essential for detox sleep is essential so for all those people who out there who are like sleeper dot like no sleep I'll sleep when I'm dead whatever that even stupid saying is that I can't um you know you're not doing you're not cool you're not doing yourself any disservice you're you're doing your body a disservice by not prioritizing sleep now everybody's is different some people function great off of 6 to 7 hours some people need more you'll know you know your body best so get optimal sleep um and sleep will be its own podcast on sleep hygiene i'll take you guys through like a, my nighttime routine morning routine maybe i'll do that podcast in two episodes cuz sleep is really important and i know it's not very sexy and amazing topic to talk about but it's essential and and if you're not addressing that you're missing out a huge you're missing out on a huge part of health and a, frankly a huge part of your life <laughs> because you know if you're sleeping for 8 hours a day that's that's a lot um so i kind of wanted to go into that stuff and then we can talk about so then the other part is cleaning up your environment and cleaning up your food so you know some toxins that we're going to be exposed to are kind of just inevitable they just they just are, you know? Um, but if you can do everything in your power to try to limit them, I think that that is the best way to help just reduce your toxic bucket. Um, because everybody's toxic bucket is a little bit different. Um, but I promise you when you start cutting these toxic things out and then if you are around, if you're around them in some shape or form, you'll notice them because, you're a lot, you become more sensitive to them. So I don't, we don't wear fragrance or perfume or cologne. And if I'm, I, we were hiking a few weeks ago and I walked in a vicinity where I knew that someone had it and I immediately triggered me. <laughs> I, I, I immediately like was stimulated and just, I needed to get away from it. And I needed the fresh air because I just, I can't handle that. I can't handle these synthetic chemicals as much as I used to. Um, you know, it didn't, I didn't get a headache or a migraine or anything, but I just, I don't enjoy these chemical laden things anymore. Um, so things that you can be doing things that you can be doing day in and day out to help your body detox is one, um, clean up, you know, things that you're eating, things that you're drinking, you know, clean drinking water is essential because again, you can go to the EWG website and this again could be a whole podcast. Um, and just look at what's in your tap water. Um, you know, whether depending on where you live, but you know, obviously things like fluoride, chlorine, we have arsenic in ours and I forget other (laughs) chloroform I believe was in ours. So we got a Berkey, we got the fluoride filter with a Berkey. We are clean, We're as clean as it gets, um, clean drinking water. You know, if you can start shopping more of the, you know, getting organic with a dirty dozen, getting your meats pasture raised, you know, or even better if you can get them locally, um, because then you can have a, you know, a relationship with your farmer. And I think that's super, super important. Um, be sweating every single day, sweat, um, and replenish your minerals and replenish your water after your workout or sweating, um, be moving. So move that lymph. So if you have a desk job, making sure you're getting up and moving frequently throughout the day, um, do lymphatic massage. You can do gua sha or jade rolling on your face and neck to help kind of drain things out. Oh, I didn't even mention dry brushing. Dry brushing is something I do before the shower. It's phenomenal for, uh, exfoliation and just getting lymph moving, um, and I love it. Um, another thing that you can do, especially for like the abdominal region to get kind of the liver stagnation and everything moving is castor oil packs. I love castor oil packs. I do them, especially in the winter, I'll do them like three to four times, uh, a, I'll do them like three to four times a week. And the summer is a little bit harder because I'll forget, but, um, I absolutely love, but I absolutely love castor oil packs. They are phenomenal. Um, be hydrating your body every day, drink water. First thing in the morning, you can add lemon. If you don't like the taste of water, add, add something to it. You can do cucumbers, which is great. You can do lemons, limes, berries, anything that you'll get to be able to do it. Um, we can talk about food for a second food that is food. Things that you can start adding in to help with detox are going to be things. Um, Oh my gosh, there's so many, Artichokes are phenomenal. High fiber foods are great. Dandelion roots, green tea, um, cruciferous vegetables are amazing. Broccoli sprouts. Um, eating liver is one of the best ways. So I love, I love liver. It is it is something that we have recently gotten into. We got liver from where we got, um, a, we got a quarter grass fed cow. So uh, we got some liver with it and liver is extremely high in retinoic acid or vitamin A. Obviously vitamin A can be occurring in plants, but it's not it's not more the active form. It has to still be activated in the body. So liver is one of the best ways to support your liver. And there's an herbal supplement that I, I take, um, and I, a lot of my patients take as well, depending on their needs, but it's, it's got desiccated bovine liver in it. So if you don't like to eat liver, we can start you with some desiccated liver to give you the benefits, but that is seriously one of the best foods. Um, Making sure that you're prioritizing sleep, which I will do a whole podcast on sleep, sleep hygiene, nighttime, and morning routine to help really boost and rejuvenate uh, your sleep and circadian rhythm, which is essential. Um, clean out your environmental toxins and toxins that could be occurring in your food. So things that I forgot to mention that I'll do for food organic coffee is really important because coffee is very heavily sprayed with pesticides and herbicides. But the good news is, is coffee grown at higher altitudes are going to be less sprayed because there's less pests up there. So I do organic fair trade coffee just so I'm making sure that I'm eliminating it whenever possible, just because coffee is something that we drink every single day and we love it. If I go to Starbucks or wherever and get coffee and it's not organic I'm not it's not the end of the world, but if it's something that I'm constantly making at home, I do make that conscious effort. Um and then I'm making sure that I'm getting the dirty dozen in organic. I'm trying, I'm doing all of our meats and all those things in organic. Um, I'm cleaning out environmental products. We've done, I've done a lot of work cleaning out our environmental chemicals because of the impact that they can have on your health. Um so that'll be next week's episode. I'll dive into how you can clean out your personal care products, how you can clean out your home and really make it a, a non-toxic way for for you and your family to be able to heal and detox properly. Um, so this kind of is going to conclude the first episode of detox. I feel like I'm going to have to go back into things because I've, now that I'm being like, okay, everything I talked about, there's just so much more that I could say. But, um, but I think this is a good starting point. And I think that there is a lot of homework in here for people to start doing, start doing a lymphatic massage, start moving, start sweating, go to an infrared sauna, um, add er or in herbs like dandelion and, Um, ooh, cilantro is really good. And, you know, swap out fragrances for essential oils and, you know, swap out your beauty care products. You guys know, I love beauty counter, um, swap out your deodorant, like so many things you guys, and and just so many things. You've got lots of homework to do. Um, and lots of ways that you can really start supporting your body's process because when all of these things build up, it just, it just does not turn out good. So, so support your body every single day and, we will just continue to dive into these topics and give you guys sustainable things that you can start doing today. All right. I'll see you guys next week. Thanks for listening. Alpha health and wellness radio does not constitute is medical advice. Please seek your practitioner. If you're experiencing issues.